Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is November 21st. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block, and next week we are going to be studying Ether chapters 12 through 15. So we're going to finish out the book of Ether next week. But to finish out this week, let's take a look at Ether chapter 11. Now at this point, the people are pretty much universally wicked, except for their king, whose name was Calm. And even though there were robbers and secret combinations and all these horrible things happening in his kingdom, it says that he fought against them, but he wasn't very successful in that fight. So as we start Ether chapter 11, it says, And there came also in the days of Calm many prophets, and prophesied of the destruction of that great people, except they should repent, and turn unto the Lord, and forsake their murders and wickedness. And it came to pass that the prophets were rejected by the people, and they fled unto Calm for protection, for the people sought to destroy them. And they prophesied unto Calm many things, and he was blessed all the remainder of his days. Now the thing that stands out here, the thing that's important to recognize is how the people treated the prophets and the words of the prophets. Because something that you'll notice in the scriptures over and over and over again is that when a people as a whole reject a prophet and cast them out of their city, seeking to destroy him, it means that that is a people who are ripe for destruction. And generally, destruction follows that sort of attitude towards the prophets of God. President Eyring said, Looking for the path to safety in the council of prophets makes sense to those with strong faith. When a prophet speaks, those with little faith may think that they hear only a wise man giving good advice. Then, if his counsel seems comfortable and reasonable, squaring with what they want to do, they take it. If it does not, they consider it either faulty advice or they see their circumstances as justifying their being an exception to the council. Those without faith may think that they hear only men seeking to exert influence for some selfish motive. Every time in my life when I have chosen to delay following inspired counsel, or decided that I was an exception, I came to know that I had put myself in harm's way. Every time that I have listened to the counsel of prophets, felt it confirmed in prayer, and then followed it, I have found that I moved towards safety. Now, I love everything about this quote. I love this idea of people with a little bit of faith will hear the counsel of the prophets, and then if it fits with what they want or with their narrative, they'll take that counsel. But if it doesn't fit with what they want, they see themselves as an exception to the rule. And I love the fact that President Eyring makes a point of saying that when he listens to the counsel of the prophet, then confirms that counsel through prayer, and then he follows it. So often, and I've taught this wrong several times in my life, I feel bad about this because on my mission I taught that the prophet was a link, that it was God, and then this direct communication to a prophet, and then down even further, a direct communication to us. And so it was almost as if the prophet was standing between us and God for communication. And that's not correct. It's more like a triangle. You have God at the head, and then he speaks down the side of the triangle to the prophets. The prophets speak over to us, but in order for us to complete that triangle, we then have to take that revelation, that communication, back to the Lord and confirm the words of the prophets for ourselves 
through prayer and through revelation. That is the way I believe that our Father in Heaven intends it to be. I believe that He intends us to confirm the words of the prophets with Him, to pray about the things that they tell us and teach us, and to come to a greater testimony that the prophets truly are God's mouthpiece on the earth today through that process. Now, with that being said and understood, I want to take a moment to re-listen to some of the words that our prophet gave us yesterday in his message of hope and healing to the world. As a man of science and as a man of faith, the current worldwide pandemic has been of great concern to me. As a man of science, I appreciate the critical need to prevent the spread of infection. I also honor the devoted service of healthcare professionals and grieve for the many whose lives have been upended by COVID-19. As a man of faith, however, I view the current pandemic as only one of many ills that plague our world, including hate, civil unrest, racism, violence, dishonesty, and lack of civility. Skilled scientists and researchers are laboring diligently to develop and distribute a vaccine against the coronavirus. But there is no medication or operation that can fix the many spiritual woes and maladies that we face. There is, however, a remedy, one that may seem surprising because it flies in the face of our natural intuitions. Nevertheless, its effects have been validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith. I'm referring to the healing power of gratitude. The book of Psalms is filled with admonitions to express gratitude. Here are just three of them. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Come before His presence with thanksgiving. Jesus Christ frequently expressed gratitude. Before raising Lazarus from the dead, before miraculously multiplying loaves and fishes, and before passing the cup to his disciples at the Last Supper, the Savior prayed and gave thanks to God. No wonder the Apostle Paul later declared, in everything, give thanks. Over my nine and a half decades of life, I have concluded that Counting our blessings is far better than recounting our problems. No matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a fast-acting and long-lasting spiritual prescription. Does gratitude spare us from sorrow, sadness, grief, and pain? No but it does soothe our feelings. It provides us with a greater perspective on the very purpose and joy of life. We can all give thanks for the beauties of the earth and the majesty of the heavens 
that give us an inkling of the vastness of eternity. We can give thanks for the gift of life, for our amazing bodies and minds that allow us to grow and learn. We can give thanks for art, literature, and music that nurture our souls. We can give thanks for the opportunity to repent, start over, make amends, and build character. We can give thanks for our families, friends, and loved ones. We can give thanks for the opportunity to help, cherish, and serve one another, which makes life so much more meaningful. We can even give thanks for our trials, from which we learn the things we would not know otherwise. Most of all, we can give thanks unto God, the Father of our spirits, which makes us all brothers and sisters one great global family. As a doctor, I know the value of good therapy. So, dear friends, may I prescribe two activities to help us experience the healing power of gratitude. First, I invite you, just for the next seven days, to turn social media into your own personal gratitude journal. Post every day about what you are grateful for, who you are grateful for, and why you are grateful. At the end of seven days, see if you feel happier and more at peace. Use the hashtag GiveThanks. Working together, we can flood social media with a wave of gratitude that reaches the four corners of the earth. Perhaps this will fulfill, in part, the promise God gave to Father Abraham, that through his descendants, all families of the earth shall be blessed. Second, let us unite in thanking God through daily prayer. Jesus Christ taught his disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to God and then petitioning Him for the things we need. Prayer brings forth miracles. My friends, let us not just listen to the words of a living prophet, but let us rejoice in them and rejoice that we have them and strive to do the things which He is asking us to do. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.